0: it's time to open the word once again with evangelist Lester Roloff on the Family Altar program. Glory for all is changed when Jesus comes to stay. We need to get a heart start. This has been the generation of head fixers. I got to get my head fixed. But the problem is this, they never did get the head fixed. America's head is in bad shape because down under the head, there's a confused and a wicked heart. Sin is the overlooked problem of the day. You never hear a psychiatrist who said, your problem is sin. They call it by some long name that they've invented since I've got born. But in the book of Ephesians, and I want to stop there first, 4.13, till we all come in the unity of the faith. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism. And yet people say brother Olaf I'm a bit confused about which faith is right there's only one faith and that's the faith of Jesus and then the next question they said I wish I had faith you do have faith and the next one has been said many times brother Olaf I wish I had your faith You don't need my faith. You need the faith of Jesus. There's nobody that does not have as much faith as I have because God measured to every man the measure of faith. You see, God is so wise and so good and what a combination that he never would discriminate. He doesn't know anything about discrimination. If, he gave Johnny more faith than he gave me, I might have grounds for a suit against God for discrimination. But on the other hand, if there's any suit to be filed, he can file it on me or Johnny for not using the faith he did give us. fact is, he could foreclose on us any time. There have been a heap of bank accounts closed out. Everybody has a time bank. One of these days, you're going to be notified that your account in time has now been closed. And you'll go before the divine auditor and heaven's accounting department for what you've done with the time that God gave you. And listen, Another thing God not only gave you the right kind of faith. He gave you the faith of Jesus. He gave everybody Enough time to do what he wants them to do before they go Amen. I'm, i don't tell me well, I wish I could have but I just didn't have the time you got as much time as anybody got I don't know if anybody has over 24 hours a day Listen, well, you'd say, I guess maybe uh, I'm just killing time. No, it's killing you. Time is a precious thing, cannot be recalled again. I mean, uh, once it's gone, you don't pull it back. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, that's maximum achievement. I mean, you don't go any further than that. Now, notice what he said, till we all come. Now, who's it told The Christians? In the unity of the faith. We don't need union. I'm sick of this silly union movement. Amen. Trying to get everybody together universal fatherhood of god and brotherhood of man because you're all saved and you're all made one in the lord jesus christ but listen they leave jesus christ now you can't be made one you're all the children of god that's their heart that they play so much you're all the children of god i got news for you you're all the children of the devil first yeah. And the Bible said, You're all the children of God through faith in the Lord Jesus. Amen. An unbelieving Jew who doesn't recognize Jesus Christ as Messiah, he can't be one with believers until he gets saved. An unsaved Catholic or Baptist or anybody, they're not one with the believers if they're not saved. You only become one in the faith. Now, notice what he said till we all come in the unity. Of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. You won't find any more important these than those three. Notice what he said the unity, the faith, the knowledge, the Son of God unto a perfect man under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, isn't it encouraging to know? that as imperfect as we may be, we're heading in that general direction. We're going toward the city of perfection, and we'll be one of the perfect residents of that permanent city one of these days. Now, verse 14 said, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. Now, you don't grow into salvation. You grow in salvation after God gives it to you. You don't work your way in to being saved. You work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God that worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Now then, in chapter 3 of the book of Philippians, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not grievous, but for you it's safe. Beware of dogs. Watch out for the dogs. I'm not talking about uh, dogs that may have rabies. I'm talking about spiritual dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. For we're the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. I don't know how much you weigh, but I don't have any confidence in your flesh. So have it in mind. Let me ask you a question. Now, I realize I'm getting on dangerous ground. I could cause quite a bit of embarrassment. But since I'm made out of the same chunk of dirt you're made out of, it could be embarrassing for all of us would you be willing for everything you've done to be flashed on the screen tomorrow night everything you thought everything you said everything ain't not a silly question I wouldn't have any takers for that proposition not a one I mean not anybody would be willing now why well because he said have no confidence in the flesh you would say, but don't you think the Lord knows all about it no I know he does but you see his love is so great until nothing would change his mind about loving me that song said he never once stopped loving me and I'll tell you this the reason we do not restore people when they fall is because we're not spiritual enough the Bible said if a man be overtaken in the fault." Ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. And that's it. Somebody said, well, he's just no good. I know, but he probably would be if we'd better ourselves. Maybe we didn't have enough to rub off on him or roll off on him. (laughs) Now, Paul is going to say something to us and if there's a man in the Bible that can speak with authority, this is the man right here. He's the greatest theologian, he's the greatest man on the truth. He knows Jesus better. He started more churches, He presented more gospel, he wrote more of the New Testament, He could be trusted, he suffered more, he died, gave his own life. Now let notice what he's going to say, and this ought to bring us up on humility ground. I'm just going to read verse 11, beginning at verse 11. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Now, he's not talking about if I could just know that I'm going to get up out of the grave and go to heaven. Uh, Brother Paul knew that he never would go in the grave. His body, old beat up, scarred up, uh, martyred body, might fall in a hole in the ground, but he knew he'd be gone to heaven before they got through getting rid of him. But he said, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. That's the reason he said, I die daily. Why? So I can be resurrected. Now, if you die every morning before breakfast, you can be resurrected before breakfast. Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I am, not shall be, or have been, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I live when I get to heaven, no. The life that I now See, you live now if you've got a now faith. The life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's the reason he said over there, and he wasn't bragging. He just announced the truth. He said, for me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ. And then he wasn't bragging when he said, I can do all things through Christ. Which strengtheneth me. Now, and yet he's going to say something here in verse 12. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before, have you ever stopped to think what he might have had to forget? My imagination, built on what I think I know about the book, would certainly lead me to believe that he gave up a rather lucrative and popular religious career. He gave up the training that he had gained to make him one of the greatest religious men of his. He gave that up. He declared bankruptcy on everything. He said, what things were dear to me Precious to me. I counted loss for Christ. And he said, I count all things but loss for Christ and count them but composed. That I may win Christ, that I may be found in Christ, and that I might have fellowship with his suffering being made conformable unto his death. Paul said, I want to conform to the death of Christ. I want to look like Jesus, act like Jesus, live like Jesus lived when he hung on the cross. Now, brother, that maximum sacrificial living. Oh, we sometimes think when we save up our pennies and put them all in we've sacrificed for the Lord oh listen forgetting those things which are I wonder what he had to forget in the way of a family he said you know my brethren he said my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved for I bear them record have zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness, going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law, for righteousness. Now, I, I don't mean to see everything like this, but I just keep being in mind. You see, when you're accused of being a lawbreaker, if you're in Christ, you've reached the end of the law. You can't go any further than that in Isaiah. Christ is the end of the law. For righteousness to them, to everyone uh, that believe it. Yes, Paul is going to tell us something in the message. said, uh, I could wish myself a curse from Christ for my kin folk, my relatives. According to the what flesh, there's somebody in my family I could wish myself, you think of it. I'm telling you now, this to me is the greatest thing that ever got a hold of anybody's heart, and I doubt if uh, anybody much has ever gotten there. I don't think I have. But I mean, this to me would be the maximum sacrifice. Paul said I I could wish myself a curse from Christ, from him, from him. I could wish myself a curse from Christ, from my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh think about it think about it why the only thing he had left was Christ and really I mean if can you imagine walking up and saying, Paul clarify what in the world man you've given up your religious career you've given up a, a lucrative job you've got all sorts of ordination papers written on your head and your back and stripes and you've been left for uh, listen and now are you telling me that you'd be willing to swap heaven for hell and you'd go with a crowd that have stoned you you'd live among religious people that hate you the devil you fought so hard you'd go home with him and stay forever if your kin folks could get saved is that what you're trying to tell me and he said that's right now folks that'll solve your problem there you see the Christian really he didn't have a lot to look forward to except heaven and eternity with the Lord and we put up with a good deal down here even though the Christian life is much better than the way of sin because of the way of the transgressor. But listen, can you imagine a Christian saying, I'm willing to take off for hell forever? Now, let me read to you what he said. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things, put you behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God where is it in Christ Jesus now first of all a real Christian is not afraid to make new resolutions and renew old ones I said first of all if we'll continue to pray evening morning and at noon privately in the home where we live and in the church house if you're not prepared in mind and soul and body to be faithful and To have some sort of program call it. What you will of prayer and enter in and follow the leadership of the pastor in simple matters And no need uh, beating around the bush about it. If you won't pray you won't do nothing If you can't pray you're unspiritual uh, You're on a different frequency You'd say, well, I don't believe in organized prayer. You probably don't believe in anything. Prayer. Second, I suggest and recommend that everybody reads through the Bible once a year. I'd rather read through my Bible and walk where Jesus is Than to pay to go walk where he used to was. (laughs) And if you're not willing to read through the Bible, don't talk about going over there to see the empty tomb. Be baptized in Jordan. Why, brother, let me tell you there's nothing sanctifying about that. I know I'm cutting across the grain with some people, you know, because of sentiment and all the rest of it, but what I'm saying is this. This is where Jesus is now. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. If the Word was God, it's still God. And if I'm walking in the Word, I'm walking in Him. Thank you for joining us today on the Family Altar Program with Lester Roloff.